Your own personal headlink Someone to sponsor the show Helping us grow Handjobs for Headley Thank you, dear Headley Our glorious sponsor Kathy Boogie Kathy, my balls are sweaty You know, I... The one thing I do not want to hear about is your sweaty balls. <laughs> Kathy, I need you to fan on my balls. I know. My balls are so sweaty. I will not fan of the... You know what we should get? What? We should get one of those little uh, battery-operated fans and then just aim it at your nutsack. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing. But we need someone to, like, hold it there <laughs> in the right spot. Like, if I could build, like, a reverse vacuum cleaner that would just, like, I could stick stick the tube up my pant legs and it would just blow air, that would be amazing. You know what would be better, because you are a kinky guy, is you need a fan slave. Just fanning you all day. Just No, just a fan slave on the other end of the vacuum tube blowing. <laughs> just... <laughs> Just literally, master, are your balls dry? Shut up and keep blowing, <laughs> no. tube slave. Uh, I just think no. the image is much better of some fan slave with a little handheld, battery-operated fan, and they're holding an ice cube in front of it to get it nice and cool. <laughs> now you are thinking, Kathy. Yeah, that baby. Is why I like your brain. <laughs> Because if they were just blowing air, it would just be hot breath air, and it would defeat the purpose anyway. Exactly. Unless we put ice cubes in their mouth and let them blow like, ha, 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 ha. You are good, blow slave. I like you. Now, all of a sudden, it went from Italian to Russian. What you sound hallucinating. You sound like Groove from Despicable Me. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck it, Kathy. Let's start a show. Yay. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the lifestyle and kinky perversion. Recording live from several locations in hot and windy Southern California. I'm Kathy. I am Count Boogie. And I'm, and I'm nobody else because it's just Kathy and Boogie because I recorded Dell and Enigma separately because it's freaking hot in this storage unit. Hi, ho! Hike! Hi, ho! Gosh, look at y'all grown up. I'm just a hot little pooper. Ew. Poop and nut and sweaty nut sacks. We are off to a good start. Kathy, I'm really just trying to get those listeners down to, you know, like 10 so I can just walk away, you know, and just go just just jump in a river somewhere with those little ar- orange arm floaties. And that's your goal, Boogie, is to get our listeners down to 10 so you can wear arm floaties and sail away on a river. Orange arm floaties, like the ones the little kids wear. Very important. Oh, my God. Oh, arm floaties on your nutsack. (laughs) So the rest of me drowns (laughs) and all they find is just this floating set of nuts above water. Hey, Earl, what's that floating in the water? I don't know. It looks like one of them orange floaties. Well, what's that skin sack thing poking Ew. out the top? I don't know. Let's poke it with a stick. Ew. 
<laughs> you'll upend. You'll be like upside down. <laughs> upside, and I'm all. <laughs> Thank you, strange testicle poking lads. I think the heat <laughs> has made you a little bit crazy. I think you are correct, Kathy. Have you got any dick this week? Um, I did get dick last week. Um, surprisingly, a lot of it. I don't know what is going on with Creative Explorer. I don't know what's gotten into him, but he's very um, horny lately. This is bad? I'm benefiting from it. I'm very happy, but I, I, I want to get to the bottom of this. I don't understand this this mystery. Why all of a sudden? Because I figure... If I know why, then possibly I can recreate it later when this big swell of horniness settles down. Fair enough. I mean, do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, at first I was going to say shut the fuck up and enjoy it and don't overanalyze it like you and I always do. But you have a plan <laughs> for your analytical thinking. It's that, you know what, when you, you know this as well as I do. When you've been in a relationship with one person for a long time, you see ahead of you a long trail of more of the same and it's not a bad thing it's just that you know that those times will come and go there will be waves ebbs and flows so you there part of you starts to prepare for those ebbs so you know it'd be good to have that kind of information but you know what it's creative explorer i can't get inside his fucking head anyway i don't know what i'm thinking well you know all that i'm saying is it's good you're getting the d it looks like not not trying to jinx it or anything, but it looks like next week I will finally have a chance to spend a little time with Mew. What? After five, six weeks of not seeing her, and I'm like totally like, I don't, like it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know how this is going to work. I'm sure I kind of can imagine how it's going to end up. But um, but at first, yeah, there's no, I don't have any of that grr, whatever. I'm still in this kind of, defensive like mode like i don't know what to think about things so Ah. it's it's gonna be interesting i think it's gonna be an interesting i mean i know it's gonna work out fine but you know it's like kind of you know i'm still a little defensive she's gonna go away to med school and she is most likely leaving the state in a couple months so that's gonna change the dynamic of you know kind of our relationship and you know and some things you know so there's a lot of things going on so not seeing her you know, it's kind of, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, obviously. She's an amazing person, and I know we always have fun, and and it's very sexy and cuddly, but I will say that there's some trepidation. Ooh, big word. And I'm actually a little kind of freaked out for you. You, You've got some big changes coming up. But yeah, you're right. You just focus on the good, fucky, fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I, like I said, I know that all, all of these changes, there's no there's no bad between Mew and I, you know, we've, we've worked for, for five years. She's done most of the work to get her ready to go to med school, get accepted to med school. And now here she goes. Right. So it's kind of like, Oh, here we are. We planned for this, but it's like logistically there's still that transition and, and then some sadness and how is this going to work out? And, you know, me reassuring her, Fortunately, being my age and having a history of partners, like I have uh, one partner that literally I dated her 20 years ago, and we still talk. She called me like three days ago. We spent an hour and a half on the phone talking about life and things and what's going on with her. So it's not as though that door closes or that person's an asshole and I don't ever want to talk to him again. 
the same love and thing is there. It's just now this person logistically is here and I'm here. Right. No, I, I mean, I get it. It's, you know what I was thinking? Because you were saying, I'm not all girl. And I initially, when you said, I'm going to see Mew after so much time, I thought, got this image in my head of you just going all rapey. Yeah, bitch. And I'm going to get you and all that. And then you said, I'm not quite that girl. And immediately that image shifted to you in a smoking jacket and with a British accent going, I shall rape you now. I just, now I shall rape you. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed, darling. Please come over here. Bend over. That's very lovely. Please show me your ass. Very good. Drop your knickers. That's very good. And now I'll be inserting my semi-flaccid penis, waiting for the full erection to come. Thank you very much, Viagra. And now I'll place my brand new sniffer on your back, the small of your back. It's very flat. Hold that there, there. That is not how British people fuck. That is how we picture. That is all of our UK listeners right now are going, thank you for the racist <laughs> British stereotype asshole. <laughs> How much you want to bet a funny pitch. some of them are going to write and go, spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, Kathy. Probably not. I want to hear from them so badly now. Okay, let's move on. That life helps you deal with mental herpes. Let's put a logic condom on our brain. Now we're better protected from a king-shaming world. Okay, so the listeners probably don't realize, but we're we're uh, recording sans jingles, and you're going to put them in later. So you and I have been having fun just butchering your own jingles and forgetting the lyrics. We're just like, <laughs> well, you know, because I'm here, and I don't have the jingles running. Like, when there's more of us, I kind of run them so you can kind of get a feel. And definitely, if there's a new jingle like we did Terry's birthday jingle last Last week and then Path Girl the week before. I want you guys to hear those right. so you can react. But like the Fet Life jingle and stuff like that, you know, sometimes I'm like, I, okay, guys, it's, I'm just going to play it and then I'll just start. Fet Life is the. <laughs> and then Kathy starts singing the line and she's like, you should leave that. And I'm like, no, no, we really. We really shouldn't. But you know that sometimes that's happening while you're hearing the clever produced jingle. <laughs> it's funny. I don't think that when your balls are disintegrating into pools of sweat on the floor, we should be worrying about you uploading jingles so we can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I agree. God damn it. It, it. it just, it got, there was no, there, Kathy, there was no like middle. The San Fernando Valley has no middle. Like last week, it was 62 degrees. And today it is literally 92 degrees. 30 degree jump in one like just day so it's not like you know your body doesn't have a chance to acclimate like if you're used to the cold then you know you're used to it and if the temperature goes up by 10 degrees i don't know what that is in celsius please don't don't i'm don't make me do that um (laughs) but i don't know it's but 30 degrees is a big jump so your body doesn't have any time to get used to it so you're like oh i need a sweater oh my god i'm gonna die oh i know and it's the santa Ana winds which makes it worse it's just these hot winds coming at you and it's not fun when they come in but i feel for you boogie it is not that, that You know, that metal box of sweat. (laughs) That metal box with no air. Yeah, it's about 105 in here, so I'm getting a little goofy. But you know what? We're doing a show, and I get get punchy, which makes me funnier. So (laughs) let's do a Fat Lifestyle. We have a post from Stormy Eyes. She wrote something called, Is it wrong to not want to be collared again? And she says... The only time I was collared was to my old trainer, and that relationship did not end well. I'm currently in a brand new dom-sub relationship, 
but I don't wish to be collared ever again. Is something wrong with me? Will my daddy dislike me for this? I do not wish to disappoint him, but I do not think I can ever let myself be that way again. I love my sir. I love that he protects me and treats me well. I love him and our relationship, but I just don't think I can let myself be collared again. Does that make me a bad sub? I love how you always make these noises as if somebody is holding you back from speaking, as if anyone could ever hold you back from speaking. <laughs> Go ahead. Take off my collar. <laughs> Take off my collar and let me attack this bullshit situation about whether you need a collar or not. <laughs> Do you know what this kind of reminds me of? I think it was either last show or what? the one before where we were all talking about. Uh, we were all doing the thing we do where we make these broad sweeping statements and say, well, the king community is this and the king community is that. And then one of us said, I think it was you said, we have to be careful when we say things like that, because just just because it's like that here where we are does not mean that it's the same in every community. And this post reminds me of that, because. What if in her community, being colored is everything? What if everybody in there, that's the gold standard that they use to determine if your relationship is true DS or not? And if that's then the case, they are then all tards and they <laughs> and you need to find another fucking community. That's true. Get out of the community that is stupid that tells people what they're supposed to be. That is religious thinking. Every community that has some sort of righteousness about protocols and rituals and traditions and there's like a certain path that each individual even though our brain is multi-dynamic by billions of degrees and variables now add in a partner that has a multi-dynamic variable mind and trying to say that there is only one way for those minds to work is bullshit and a path to oppression and misery i lived it and you know what's worse is that it starts to eat away at your own convictions and the self-doubt creeps in and despite what you internally feel is logically correct that self-doubt starts to eat away at your esteem and before you know it you think shit i'm a bad submissive and hence you get this post and what was great is i read a lot of the comments and a lot of the people were saying pretty much what you would hope they would say which is it's not that important it's not even barely important your relationship with your partner is what's important and that's kind of where i started to bounce off of that i want to know as say a dom's uh whatever you would call me, top daddy type, that my interest in you is why you don't want to wear a collar. Not whether you want to wear a collar or not. I don't give a shit about the collar. I don't give a shit if you ever use it. It's a piece of leather with some uh, attachments attached to it. It means nothing to me. What means something to me, though, is if you have an obstacle, if you have a fear, do you have a fear of commitment? Is that why you don't like uh, the caller? Because the last time you made a commitment to somebody, they uh, took advantage of that commitment and it caused a lot of pain. What are the fears? Those are the things that I'm interested in. Those are the things that are going to create obstacles in my ability to lead you, whether it's for a year, five years, uh, you know, five weeks, whatever that is. All I really care about is what are you about? You know, that's an interesting point and very, uh, very important to consider because you're right. What if 
the reason somebody, and I'm not talking about the poster, obviously, but what if the reason somebody doesn't want to be collared is that they're not ready to commit to you or, you know, some other reason that does make a difference to you that is important to the dynamic. The reason and, and doing that kind of investigation and that discussion where you, uh, where you figure out what's going on is of the utmost importance. And here for this poster, she has past trauma relating to this. So there should be absolutely no reason. Now I am going to add a caveat here because caveat. (laughs) I love caveat. I especially love it on crackers with a little bit of brie on the side. I love caveats, Kathy. Oh my! Caveats every time is delicious. I do it, that, that's it. From now on, it's very every fancy. Time I do a caveat. You have to yell out, caveat, <laughs> caveat. Oh, was that caviar? I was saying. <laughs> it's hot. Oh my, my balls are sweating. You're, you're delirious Sorry, please, now. <laughs> please, please proceed. Okay, so everybody, you know, has a a thing. Like for a creative explorer, it's blowjobs, and, it, and I know this, and I've always known this, and it's not as if. It's a deal breaker, but it's a pretty important part of his his power exchange. To him, a blowjob and being able to get one whenever he wants is a, is a strong symbol in his head of his domination and especially of someone else's submission. So if it turned out that I couldn't give blowjobs or I didn't want to or I had past trauma, he and I would have some serious obstacles to overcome when it comes to our power exchange because there would be a limit that we can't move beyond because we are at an impasse. So if you were somebody for whom collars was a a huge deal, very important in the dynamic, you would have issues. You would have problems that possibly you could overcome, but possibly you could not overcome. So yes, in this post, we're hearing her side of it and, and the trauma, of course, that has come with past experience, but also, if we, with this issue that she has, she also ran across somebody who she was very having a great time with and had a lot of compatibility, but they, but for him, let's say collars were a big deal, you would have problems. You would absolutely have problems that, that would mean your relationship is not going to be able to go as far as it can because you, you've got, you've got these two competing core beliefs. I absolutely agree with you, Kathy. Because it's more than just collars and blowjobs. It's any time where you have a significant difference in where you're headed. Yes. Emotionally, mentally, physically uh, in your relationship. So, like, say, if you're not interested in kink and your partner is very interested in kink and that's a very big part of their life, of course, that might not work. There are core beliefs that people hold on to that they're like, well, I can't communicate well. Like a lot of people are like, well, I'm religious. And if my partner isn't religious, my church is going to reject me for dating a non-religious or somebody of a different religion. Uh, If you're an atheist or a non-believer, you may have some sort of thing where I just can't be in a relationship with somebody who has strong religious beliefs that they want to talk about all the time. So there's always that aspect where somebody has a strong core belief or a core desire, and it's just not going to work. And that's any level of compatibility in a relationship. But as far as the caller is concerned, there are so many ways to attach what the caller means, which should be the first 
order of business and what you discover about a caller. Well, what does a caller mean to you? And why is it so important to you? Yeah. Those are the things that I want to know. Yeah, absolutely. So I say to her, you know, this is an issue that you have to overcome. If it's your issue of self-esteem, you're going to have a, a mountain to climb in order to get past that. If your dominant doesn't have a big issue with it, then fuck everybody else. This has this all has to do with what you want. And that is seems counterintuitive sometimes because we as bottoms or, or submissives think, no, it's not about what we want. It's about what our dominant wants. And, and no, it is a two-way street. It is a power exchange. It means that there is some balance there. There, there, yes, you're giving and he's receiving, but there are all, always intricacies to it. And you 100% do have to take into account what it, what your needs are. So I, I'm glad I read the comments too. I'm glad that most people were on the same page and telling her it's, uh, this is something that, that you need to get over. If you don't want to do it, that that's on. That's all you have to say, as far as I'm concerned. Here, here, Kathy. Yeah, yeah. Pass the caviar. <laughs> that, I have no caviar. I ha- I think that if you were to try caviar, you wouldn't like it. I have tried caviar, and you are correct, Kathy. I do not like it, but I do like the flying fish eggs on sushi and sushi rolls. That seems to go pretty well, but they don't have that weird purpley salty kind of taste it that really, regular caviar it, has. It's like opening your mouth and dropping in salt. I don't know how anybody could eat that stuff. So it's like a giant salmon just shot a big surging wad of salmon load in your mouth, except it's eggs. Salty salmon load. Salty <laughs> salmon load. And only $75 an ounce. Wow, that's a steal, I tell you. That's an arrogant fucking fish, let me tell you that. <laughs> My load is worth this much. Could you imagine if I did that? Like, how much would my load be worth? Boogie. I- Perverted Podcast. Email at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. How much do you think Boogie's load is worth? By the way, I'm screaming that, Kathy, and it's echoing down the halls of storage. People are listening to you to you yell about your sweaty nut sack and your load and how much it's worth. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> doing a show. Go about your go about your things. Oh Don't worry. God. Don't call the police. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not talking to myself. <laughs> okay, I am probably. Dill's got the moves. Wearing motherfucking leather pants. He's the god of information. What have you got for us? Dell. Hello, Dell. Greetings, Boogie. Dell, I last week I was so sad because you were the only one out of all of us that got laid, but you you had a there was a technical thing with your mic and so we couldn't let people know. Dell, please, <gasps> please Dell, we live through you. Give us a story. I will inform of the sex, this thing, this mystical activity that most have not had unless they're, you know, stuck cohabitating with their partner and then just probably fuck 24-7. Bastards. Bastards! But I got to kidnap a devil. And surprise, I did it again. And, and we're being responsible about that because um, we've been self-isolating. Like, the uh, devil and their family haven't gone out in, like, a month. And pretty much me similar, except for, like, once to a grocery store. So with the permission of Mommy Devil... Um, who's not actually devil, but their parental unit. 
I was allowed to kidnap them. Even though initially I thought it was just gonna be like, okay, um, I get to get you for the afternoon. I guess we'll just, you know, stay in our car, play Pokemon, make out in broad daylight. But um, I was informed that I could actually take them with me for multiple days. So I did that. And then there was lots of fucking. They came, yay, because um, as I've pointed out previously, they're kind of almost incapable of coming without me now. So I'm the provider of orgasms. So I provided. So in other words, she's come dependent on you? (laughs) See what I did? I make funny. Such a god boogie. Come dependent, codependent. It's a word. Get the Urban Dictionary. Yes, they're now come dependent. <laughs> Got it. It's really hot in here, Del. Sorry. It, it's cool. So there's lots of sex. There's pleading. Um, I took a loot panty because they left a pair of panties that they threw at him. Like, no, that's a trophy now. Those are mine. There was lots of animal noises during sex because they're kind of a puppy cat, which was adorable. It sounds like your exploits far outweigh or achieve uh, any of the others of us. At least for now, but someday, soon, Enigma will actually get out of his jack-off chair and he will go and find sluts again. Kathy, I don't I don't know if she may be hopeless. Weren't they already slutting, like, doing apron-y shit with their person already? Well, Kathy does apron-y shit, but I don't know if, if she's actually been getting the actual D. But she'll have to talk about that, but you tell us what's going on in the Discord, Dell. Okay, then. In the Discord this week, we had three successful rituals. And by that, I mean I'm not making it like weird this time. Three people actually managed to join the server. Congratulations and welcome to Perverted Podcast Discord. So, in Discord land, as a throwback to the olden days of animal facts... The male cheetah's bark, it's a, like, yippering bark, it's a specific bark, can trigger the female ovulation in cheetahs, not in humans, in cheetahs. That is amazing. I actually read that article that you posted, and just, can you imagine that? Just to be able to go, hey! And just instantly whoosh, and they're ready? Like, how do cheetahs do this? Yeah, it's the thing called, like, not having periods like the heat cycles or whatever, but apparently the bark can just trigger and increase the levels of estrogen and progesterone. And it's not just, like, a one-off. If they keep barking, they will get another dose. I'm kind of jelly. That sounds like so much fun. I mean, I wonder what the human version would be like. You're like, hey, 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 you, hey, hey, you want to do something? You want to do something? Oh, God. Cat calling that actually has results. Yeah. I fear for the human hybrid race. I don't think that's going to work. What else we got? We had a shampoo bottle masquerading as a dick. And by that, I mean someone put a full shampoo bottle into an industrial grinder. And as it meets its crushy fate, it looks like it's ejaculating. I saw that. And, of course, there's all sorts of YouTube uh, channels that are literally just crushing things in grinders. But they put this bottle in a position to where the spout would build up pressure and pop out. And, of course, the color of the conditioner uh, looks very similar to Spooge. And I heard some of our Discordians are just, like, now repeat watching it. Yeah, they're in a bit of withdrawal. And that's the closest they're going to get to watching a male orgasm. (laughs) It's so sad, but so funny. Yes, quite sad. 
on the reversal of roles, we had a very upstart uh, Dom who has, I believe, I want to say it was four or five, five submissives. Their submissives, their subs have unionized. <laughs> I don't know what that entails. I do. But I'm intrigued and worried for them. Let me tell you something. This is a real thing. Whenever you have more than two... Now, I don't know about all submissives, but I know about the ones that I attract because apparently I'm a brat magnet. They will gang up on you. If you have two or more, they will empower each other and they'll say, wait a minute, we can turn down daddy's orders. And they'll be like, no, define. And then you got to get the belt and chase all four of them around the room and stuffy start flying and it gets into mayhem. You have to stop the unionization. You cannot let them unionize or they will rule the roost and it will be the end. Yes, clearly the way to solve this is to have the orgasm monopoly and then they have no bargaining chips. What is orgasm monopoly? Uh, they only can orgasm with your dick. Fair enough. Can you hold that? Can you can you keep that attached to you or do they unionize and take it from you? Uh- Clearly, you just can't have vibrators. Uh, we had a, another um, submission cycle. So instead of brat punishments, this time it was, what would you want to butt plugify? And we had quite the response. Now, this was amazing because, of course, we've seen, you know, if you're a pervert and you look around on the nets, you're going to see people are now mounting things to butt plugs to make it fun. We saw, Dell, you brought us the taco holder butt plug uh, a couple weeks ago and of course there's lots of jewels and stuffed animals and tails and things like that but now everyone is starting to really go that next level yeah they've definitely branched out there was you know that let's go fishing the little fishing game with little small sticks and the little yes yes that so that's the little that's the little game that spins i was going to do this on perverted podcast with vagina not with a butt plug and it's the little the little fishing rod that has a little magnet on the end and the little fish kind of spin around it's a wind-up thing and they spin around and their mouths open and you have to dip the magnet in to pull out the little fish so this has now been attached to a butt plug to play that game so you have to wiggle your ass with the butt plug and the little fishing rod to try to pull out a fish. Yes. It was quite majestic. I believe it was by um, one of the makers that we have referenced previously. But for completely homebrewed versions, we had the snow globe butt plug. <laughs> Shake that butt and make it snow. We had the knife, which that... was obviously suggested by Devil. Of course. So that is terrifying. They're going. That yes, is terrifying. They'll, they'll kill you with that ass. Do, it is that do, majestic. Aww. bum bum we had the suggestion, I f- which I feel is almost a tribute to Enigma, of the lens adapter. So that would look like you have a security camera in your butt watching you. Enigma? Yes. I, I, do you notice how this whole Discordell Enigma is just... I don't know what Enigma's doing, but that yes was terrifying. Enigma, were you fucking playing with yourself? <laughs> Not right this second, no. God, Jesus Christ, Enigma. Put it away just for the show. Unless you're going to videotape it and put it up in Discord for Aki. I was going to say it was like on the Discord for the not boogie. Um, (laughs) We had the magic eight ball so you can shake that ass and get fortunes. I like it. It's a little weighty. Um, Yeah. For for less weighty, we had koosh ball. 
which was for Mel. They were sad when I put up the list and I didn't mention Kooshball. It's like, what about the Kooshball? I'm like, fine. I'll put like, what are you going to do? Are you going to wiggle your ass so hard that it flies out? Because don't you just throw Kooshballs or juggle them? Yeah, I guess it would be like it would like bounce majestically when you moved. Oh, like if you had the rubber string on it so it just kind of bounced. Yeah. Uh, we had a pull start molder handle. That is magical. That is the one I want. And for you, Boogie, someone said sculpture of the Pokemon Dugtrio on the end. Honestly, I would think it would be Diglett, but I guess Dugtrio works. Probably a Diglett. I would I would definitely say a Diglett would be a pretty good butt plug handle. Or if you make a Chansey, a shiny Chansey, turn it around and that becomes the butt plug. Because it's shaped like an egg. Are you with me? Yeah, that works. Or, or Togepi, which is literally an egg. See, now everyone's gonna, everyone who doesn't play has got to like type in Chansey. And then you're going to be like, ah, yeah, that could go in an ass. All right, then. This sounds pretty good. You're going to go back and uh, when's your next kidnapping session of Devil? I'll know on our secondary backup recording time. So the Discord will know. Well, damn it, Del. I do hate your guts for getting laid uh, more than me, but I do wish you the best of luck. And I'm glad someone's having some fun out there. Give Devil a big sloppy, wet ass tonguing for us all. I've definitely fingered it, but I'll try to kiss it for you. We got some mail. And we're going to read it, perverted mailbox, because you need it, yeah! All right, I got a couple of emails here. They may be a little bit old, but it's still people talking about the remote stuff and other, other things. So Shayla wrote to us, and she said, I have to say, excellent job with the remote episode. Kudos to you, Boogie. Also, the thank Walmart you, section you. was hilarious. I only wish there were video to go with it. I do not wish there was video. I'm glad there was no video, by the way, because that would have been... I told you people would like that. <laughs> I told you. I said, this is fun. <laughs> this is fun. And you're like, oh, God, this is so stupid. Nobody's going to like this. Oh, my God. See, Kathy, we should go out more. You had a lot more fun with that than, than I did. I was, like, nervous the whole time because you were talking so fucking loud. And there were people just giving us the weirdest looks. And I was completely embarrassed. That's what made it fun. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go on here. Path Girl wrote to us again. And she said in relation to uh, the jingle, the lovely jingle that you made for her, she says, hey, guys, I finally got a chance to listen to this week's episode. And oh, my fucking God, Boogie, you nailed my jingle. I absolutely love it. I was in the lab cutting up some skin specimens and I squealed and almost fell out of my chair listening to it. Of course, my coworkers think I'm even more nuts than usual. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Donation well spent. I'm not even a little creeped out that Boogie finds me me rocking hot. That is amazing. You know what I thought? That was. I mean, she cuts up pieces of body. I know that's gross. I know I've read this one a couple of times, but something tells me I may have read this one on the episode before. <laughs> Kathy, just read it again, and if people, <laughs> th- it's okay. They'll go. They'll just go with it. Just okay. you know, put like um like an accent to it. Put like a a funny like Valley Girl accent to it, and it'll make it sound all of a sudden like a new email. You know, I grew up in the Valley during in the eighties. I was in high school. That was the time. And the whole Valley Girl thing, I just never really. Uh, got but for some reason creative explorer has this thing about the valley girl accent and keeps trying to get me to use it and i think it actually (laughs) might turn him on (laughs) yes oh my god playing dumb sucking his dick god he would oh my god look at this dick i love it for sure oh my god gag me (laughs) 
gag me, creative explorer, with your with your mighty ween for sure. Oh my god, gag me with your cock. But you know what? The actual Valley Girl accent, I it was never that exaggerated. We would use those words and we would talk. So if I were to do it, you wouldn't recognize it. I don't think you would have that much fun with it. But anyway, I you'd, you'd be all totally. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 bro. Yeah, gag me with a spoon, bro. Yeah, I feel you. Rock on, Dio. Nobody but what's her name? Van Halen. (laughs) All right, Path Girl finishes off by saying thanks again, and I definitely need to send a donation later on because I need to hear that jingle again. You guys rock! I love you. Stay safe. Wait, hold on a second here. Is she under the impression that she needs to send a donation every time she wants to hear it? No, I sent it to her. I know, but why I did send she it send it to her? I, I definitely think... need to send a donation later on because I need to hear that jingle again. It sounds like she's under the impression she needs to send it to, which would be hilarious, first of all. You must pay every time you hear my magic. Every time. You must pay a large sum for a load of my spooge. You must fan my sweaty balls with ice cubes in your mouth. And you must pay to hear the jingle every time. Don't I wish. Don't I wish. Yeah, that'd be like a four cents well spent. Every time that they want to hear it's like a coin in a slot oh i know they stick a quarter in your in your ass every time they want to hear a jingle kathy you just leave my ass alone that is not a awful limits <laughs> is geeky world news a social enigma i don't know let's ask enigma he should know because he's got the same name enigma. what's up enigma. <laughs> Oh, it's wonderful to hear from you, Enigma. Uh, oh, it's very nice to hear from you, Mr. Bookie. <laughs> What's going on over there? Are you in your jack-off chair right now? I am in my, my jack-off chair. Is it squishy? It's very squishy, and I got covers for it like a week and a half ago, so like I can I can wash it if it gets a little too dirty. Have you named it yet? Have I named it yet? No, I have not named my jack-off chair. Um, I think that would demean it even more. So what do you have for the Perverted Podcast listeners? In the world of sexuality. Well, the first article I found was actually comes from it comes from Reddit. And this one's more of a funny thing in the world with all of the corona things going on. Uh, one of the uh, equipment that some nurses are using, it's, it's a um, gas mask sort of apparatus called paper, P-A-P-R. And it's a hood that goes over your face. And then um, there's a it plugs in a hose goes down to your waist, and then that helps uh, ventilate the air coming in and out of your mask. It helps, uh, so you, you, you're still able to breathe, but it's it's uh, filtering out all of the viruses and all of that sort of thing. Sure. Well, there's an intake valve for that to bring in the air. Well, okay. this nurse learned uh, where not to put the intake valve when they were uh, working and they were like, oh, I need to pass gas. I'm in this room with an intubated, knocked out patient. They won't mind. So they went ahead and passed gas and that gas went directly into the intake valve oh, for their... No. Yeah. Oh, that's like so rocket they were, man. Yeah, so they were, for the next like five to ten minutes, they were just circulating ass air. Oh, just huffing their... Huffing their own methane. Yep, they learned the right way to wear that apparatus for sure. That's a hard way to learn a lesson, Enigma. I'm telling you, when you gotta huff your own farts, it's bad. Yeah, I've definitely seen that weaponized. Uh, there's a techie <laughs> kink crafter in the UK who posts their 3D files for printing things. They made an attachment for a gas mask that they could insert and put 
terrible smelling things into the apparatus, so they would just have to smell something repeatedly. Oh, so they God. made it like big enough to like put it in panties, rotten eggs, or like whatever. And it's like you're gonna just keep smelling it. Yay! That is. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely a kink. There are people that are into, like, really extreme odors and stuff like that. So for them, they love it. Right. I am not the biggest fan of my own fart smell. But, uh, you know, those that are, then... Uh, it, it's it's fun. I, I, yeah. I worked at a I worked at a haunted attraction many years ago that they were really excited because they got realistic shit smell. And they put that into one of the toilets that they were using on the set of the haunted house. Oh. Um, and it didn't take a lot. It was like one or two drops, and it that that toilet smelled like the worst truck stop toilet you've ever been to. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I believe it made someone throw up. Ah, win-win yeah. for everybody. Rainbow play for all. Let's move on to the next <laughs> section. So the the next article. This one comes from Vogue. Uh, it's called "Couples on How Their Sex Lives Have Changed Amid COVID-19." Uh, oddly enough, goes with one of the Discord Dell's segments earlier. Couples are finding that the need for intimacy is higher, but the need for sex is not. And this is why this is why I was saying it kind of rolls back to uh, what Dell brought up: is the anxiety of everything going, that that is going on is just too much for a lot of people's libidos. The example they give is it kind of goes back to our Neanderthal days when we were living in caves. I mean, people would stop fucking if they thought that a tiger was nearby because, like, they needed to focus on survival. the danger that was happening. Yeah, survival, exactly. And so while sex will, in fact, help with anxiety, it's hard to push past that to get to the libido. And I know I talked about uh, a couple weeks ago how, like, fear can be kind of an aphrodisiac. Anxiety is not. It's kind of the polar opposite of that. Like, there, it's a fine line, but it, it can definitely just turn people off. Yeah, and so this this article's recommendation is start being okay with sex at weird times. Sometimes if that libido hits, like take advantage of it if you can. Like some people, it's like I'm I always fuck in the morning or we always fuck at night. Well, it's like maybe fuck at two o'clock in the afternoon if that's where the mood hits. If that's where it's at. like, don't be alarmed if if that's when it happens. So it's kind of um, like changing your point of view or changing the the patterns that you have because you your your brain is solving puzzles and then it. It has a puzzle, and then it solves it, and it doesn't want to think about it anymore. So when we talk about that a lot on the show, it's like changing things up to kind of get your brain in a different mindset. So if you're in an anxiety mindset and everything your brain is doing is focusing on that, changing some of those patterns can actually help you restart your brain into that zone. Yeah, and kind of from my perspective, like reading this article and what it made me think of, like... I was thinking that one of the best things you can do is start exploring different kinds of sexuality stuff that you can do from home. Like, I think a lot, like, there's still a whole lot of stigma about masturbation and masturbation with your partner. So if you're stuck with your partner, maybe do some mutual masturbation, whether it's you and you and them just touching each other or just touching yourselves while the other watches and just enjoying being in that presence with each other and learning and maybe learning a new trick that will get your partner off that maybe you didn't really know before because you've never watched them please themselves. So it's just explore each other's body and I think that'll probably end up in a good place. And, and don't focus on the orgasm, just focus on the pleasure and the int- intimacy of it. The other thing is, it's like we just started, we just brought Bunny back to talk about fan fiction. And one of the aspects that she grades in fan fiction is the inspiration that it gives to have your own role plays. Does it spur your creativity? Which we talked a lot about uh, on the last episode about the Professor Snape scene that we did where I got a wand 
and she was Hermione, and we were humiliating her in front of the class. And we had all these different role plays that happened uh, that just gave us all this excitement in our sexuality. And we've had all these different types of role plays. So maybe start exploring other sources. Like a lot of people email us. They're always like, oh, do you have a role play idea? It's like, yeah, go read a bunch of fan fiction. There's tens of thousands of ideas, like your favorite shows, your favorite characters, animes, cartoons, and stuff like that. Give yourself a chance to explore kind of a different mindset. Go ahead and change your, you know, where you were born and how you grew up. And maybe you're an astronaut or a this or a that. And all of these things put your brain into that different phase away from your track of anxiety. And this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. You have to challenge that. Right. Exactly. Because... All, everybody's routine is out of whack right now. You can't rely on the old routines because they're, they don't exist right now. And so if that's giving you anxiety, then you need to push past it and figure out something new, figure out what's, what's fun for, for each other in this moment. And then who knows, maybe, maybe it's, uh, you'll figure out new routines that, that can stick around after all of this bullshit is done. Like for Dell, that's a perfect idea. We should all do something new and go kidnap Devil. I'm okay with this. Copycats. <laughs> She seems to be one of the few people I know that's allowed outside of their house, so... Yeah, we all just need to go and pick up Devil. What do you think, Del? No? Yeah? A little subscription service? Yeah, I imagine they would be kicked out. Let's not do that. <laughs> you could just pass her off after you picked her up. She'll be fine with that. <laughs> Let's just put her on video and you can watch. Live vicariously through the fucking... I do that already. But you would know the the actors in this I mean, one. Yeah. Creeper! <laughs> oh yeah, Enigma, do this social media thingy. So, if you would like to follow us on any social medias, we are on Instagram, at Perverted Podcast. We are on Twitter, at Perverted Pcast. And if you're not on either of those, we're also on FetLife. Just search Perverted Podcast and follow us there for all of our show notes. Kathy. What was that? Jesus fucking Christ. Kathy. It's always Kathy. Oh my god. It's Lois. The hypersexual computer generated co host. No. Oh my god. It's Lois. (laughs) Lois, what brings you to our show? I was at a Malaysian fish market and that overpowering scent reminded me of Kathy's sexy ripe ass. I want to wrap your snatch up in meat paper like a salmon, take you home, drench you in butter and lemon, and devour your uncooperative horny love cave. Do you know how much I fucking hate this stupid cunt? Why is she back on the show? Lois, this is crazy because like like you left and then you like came back and then you left again and then whoosh, you came back. Last thing I remember is I was at a party rolling on cat tranks super hard and then some fat rich guy suggested we hop on his private jet and go buy hash and lady boy hookers all over the world. When I came to, I was on a beach being gang butt fucked by tourists in a sleazy porn jack off booth. It was actually amazing, except for the crabs. You know what? <laughs> I, I, just when I think we've lost her for good, I mean, she comes back just to fuck with me, right? No, I mean, I, I mean, Lois, 
Lois, it's great to have you back, but see, Kathy won't even talk to you. Like, she's talking to me as though it's you, but it's just like, I'm I pretty refuse. sure. I'm going to pretend that she's not talking to me right now. I'm going to ignore her. Lois, I'm pretty sure that this means that Kathy is still demisexual, so I don't think she can necessarily uh, wrap her mind around casual sex. Fuck the mind. The, the mind, mind is, is a, a trap. trap. You don't have to be demisexual with me, because I'm not human. Let me be your faceless fuck doll, Kathy. Penetrate my digital mouth with your flapping twat. I will tongue your ass like a starving giraffe tongues a pile of eucalyptus leaves. That is a lot of tonguing. It's disgusting. Stop encouraging her. You set this up. I don't. Boogie, I blame you entirely. What else would you do to her, Lois? I will pound you like a hippopotamus pounds villagers into mush near a drought-drained watering hole. Jesus fucking Christ. I will jump off your tits like a bunch of illegal base jumpers off the Empire State Building. (laughs) Okay, okay, Lois. I think Kathy gets it. You really, really want to do stuff to her. Stop encouraging her, you beast. <laughs> Lois, you're a pig. I love you. Sorry, I'm still a little wasted, and I think I have coronavirus in my left eyeball. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope she does. I mean, I wouldn't say that about anybody, but about Lois, yes. Kathy! What? So, I'm assuming the final verdict is Lois maybe hasn't got your juices flowing or you're not digitally curious to she's have the, sex with she's Lois. She's the opposite of getting my juices flowing. She makes my clits just shrink up back up into my body. Yeah, I got like clit jerky going on downstairs is what you're, you're saying. It's like clit is nowhere to be found when Lois is here. <laughs> it sucks and it just makes it sound <laughs> Exactly. That's the noise it makes. <laughs> God, Lois, I well, I'm sorry. I guess Kathy's not that into you. Okay, Kathy, for now, our love will be put on hold. But just remember, I'll be back like herpes on a sailor. Oh, I'm the whore that will give you more. Goodbye, everyone. It's Lois. The hypersexual computer-generated co-host. You know, she just described herself perfectly. She is a fucking disease, man. Kathy? What? I think your hatred of Lois is just an underlying fear of yourself that your sexuality desires to be similar to Lois's, but you're afraid of intimacy with others and disease and things like that. So I think you actually envy Lois. Okay. First of all, don't try and pathologize my hatred of that fucking cunt. Second of all, Um, Part of that hatred is on to you, man, because you're the one who eggs her on. I don't egg her on. I create an environment that allows opinions to flourish. They may be my opinions. They may not be all of my opinions, but I think Lois is a sexual digital being, and and, and she wants to – express herself so why not give her that forum what that is just a pretty way of saying you want to fuck with me so you bring this cunt on every chance that you get uh, oh god whatever that taste was was horrible uh. well then kathy i guess that only means one thing that's the end of our show Woo! thanks for listening to show 256 i feel completely separated from all you guys i haven't even heard Dell and enigma 
but that's okay because everybody's recording from their own laptop in their own place. Please write to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and tell us what's going on in your lives. Also, take a look at pervertedpodcast.com because apparently Boogie has been working his ass off to get that site looking better than it's been. So give it a look and tell us what you think. And then also don't forget to visit patreon.com forward slash perverted podcast. Give us some support if you think this show has any value for you. And we will continue to be here every week for you. I don't care how long this coronavirus thing goes on. Boogie and I will be here, rest assured. As long as there's a fangirl blowing ice cube balls into a <laughs> tube ball thing, tube balls with balls. My balls. God damn it, Kathy. Say balls one more time. <laughs> balls. <laughs> Go! likes to slap the drum just like she likes to slap the man tied up in her basement with a carrot shoved right up his ass. Businessmen pay for abuse and degradation. She induces dominatrix. They obey just like a dog. Now watch her play. Dominatrix drum slap. Card required. Feed me. Worship me. Worship me. Worship me. Worship me. You have been a naughty man, bitch. With your tongue, go clean my toilet. Screams of mercy you will call while I drip hot wax on your balls. All this torture I find funny. Plus you give me all your money. One last thing before you leave. Drink this glass filled with my pee.
<laughs> you rock!